Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour, the Eric Cedarstrom experience. You never know what's going to happen. I never know what's going to happen. Two seconds ago, the man walked through the door. I had this whole thing planned out about how when you get older, you get on this schedule and you, you wake up at this time, you have your coffee at this time, you take your Metamucil at this time, you go to the bathroom at that time, and apparently that was why you weren't going to be able to be here this morning, but yet, lo and behold, here he is, Eric Cedarstrom, everybody. Hey, I resemble all those remarks, I'll tell you, that... Uh... You know, when I bought this building that you own now 14 years ago. Yeah, thanks for that. I could leave my home and get here in 11 and a half minutes and make it. <laughs> I left my house 26 minutes ago. <laughs> There's a lot more people here. And I literally walked into the studio while the music was playing. Joe looked at me and like, what are you doing? And I got to tell you that... Uh, we have changed things around here. I'm going to start doing, Joe, we're going to do four hours of radio today. Today, for a few days, uh, if you didn't listen Friday, sh- first of all, shame on you, right? Right. But, get your but, priorities but get, right. Get your act together. Uh, big schedule changes happening. Let me just run, it, run through all of them. Uh, starting this week, Eric and I will be on in both Colorado and Phoenix, uh, after the uh, show airs from 9 to 10 Arizona time, 10 to 11 Colorado time, we're going to have two more hours after Listen, that. You're going to need a protractor to figure this out. Yes. So we just need Ramon in uh, Phoenix to the, get everything wired together, and then correct. we only got to do three hours. You only, right. You'll, so. you'll only have to do three. Uh, the request has been made. Uh, We'll see. We'll keep everybody posted. Alex Jones, probably the other big move. He is now going to be 4 to 8 p.m. Sorry, sorry, Alex. I, yeah. took, I took your spot, brother. So <laughs> We got somebody so. better. Yeah, well, thank you. That's nice. Yeah, I got a heck of a show lined up. I have scheduled guests, so you people that are listening in Phoenix, you can go to 1360 KHNC and tune in and listen. So there will be two more hours after this show, Phoenix time. So... Um, and I got great show lined up for you. I I have scheduled uh, Donald Trump and Tiger Woods. He'll be on the second hour, and then Mayor Pete. So I'm trying to, you know, take care of it. Now I don't know if they're going to show or not, but I wanted them you on my it. show. So I figured if uh, you know when this thing really takes off, because you know, let's face it, everybody is entitled to my opinion. That I plan to be broadcasting someday live from Trump Towers Resort Marina and Golf Course with my new buddy Donald and golf partner. So, <laughs> can I come? No, no. This is uh, you got to run the station. So, I don't <laughs> literally just walked in. So, hey, what do you want to talk? I, well, I was gonna, you know, after I, <laughs> I'm glad I, you're here. Right. First, I was going to insult you, <laughs> yeah. and then after I got done insulting you, I was going to talk about Tiger Woods. Right. Right. I, Two things happened this weekend that I'm still trying to recover. Not once, but twice, my 16-year-old son came out of his bedroom, down the stairs, and sat on the couch to watch television with the old man. Golf. One was Tiger Woods. Yeah, Tiger Woods, man. I'll tell you, when he's winning... 
the rates quadzipple. Isn't that something? It's amazing. What is it? I don't know. I'm fascinated by it too. Some, I mean, somebody, you know, he's transcended obviously my generation of golf. Like I think, like my parents, there's probably Jack Nicholas and all. For us, it's Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is the he fascinates everybody. Uh, even my, look at my 16 year old son. He doesn't come out of his room for anything but food. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Right. But you know what, he's Tiger Woods? There. Though Tiger Woods is uh, the epitome. Of what your parents, my parents were, you know, children of the Great Depression. And my dad always had a saying. He goes, kid, never forget, it's a quick trip from the penthouse to the outhouse. And Tiger Woods <laughs> exemplifies that. I mean, from the tip top to the very bottom. And everybody loves a comeback. I mean, they do. And they're pulling for him. And, uh, you know, and I was too. I got to admit. I, so. was, I, I wanted them to win. You know what? I though? did. But did you see? You know, when golf guys win, they actually wrote an article about, you know, how guys in golf have hot girlfriends, you know. And, have you uh, seen them? Yeah. yeah. Hot. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, or wives, you know, and, you know, this pays a lot of money. By the uh, way. A lot of them have both. You know, they figured That's out. That's what happened to Tiger the last time. Something. He had a hot wife and a bunch of hot girlfriends. Right. But his, but his girlfriend? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, this new one. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. so. You'd think you'd dress up. If you know that your boyfriend is in contention to win the Masters, you know, somewhere along the line, you're going to get a hug, right? <laughs> and you're going to be on television. She just, I don't know, just looked shabby to me. So, But now that he's won a Masters, he can dump her. He's back. He don't need her anymore. <laughs> She's the rebuild wife. So, so, But I got to tell you that, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's something. So. so, so that was the first. Well, hang on. What do you? You know what he won? How much money did he win? You know? I don't know. You a don't lot, know, do you? A lot. Why doesn't anybody know? Because it's a disgusting amount of money. If I it was, hear it. if it was the thriller in Manila, all right, and you had you know Cassius Clay battling Holmes, and it was a million dollar purse, it'd be huge, well, huge. Think about this. I mean, the the Powerball and the Mega Millions. Now you literally win. Hundreds of millions of dollars. And it's not worth any price. So it's, 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 money's not worth anything This anymore. is the decimation of the Federal Reserve note. Okay, for all you people keeping track at home, $2,070,000. That was what he got? Now, I missed a putt Saturday for $3, and my knees were shaking, man. <laughs> $3 you're all, putt. You're all nervous. I'm at the billboard. There's a lot lying on this. $3. You got a six-footer. And all your buddies are reminding you. You know, you miss this. It's uh, three bucks. <laughs> you think Tiger's caddy goes, uh, yeah, by the way, this putt's worth $2 million. We're working on it. Kind of wanted to get this all put together after Easter, but Joe, once I made the commitment, Joe said he wouldn't let me out of it. So here we are. We're up and going. We got four hours of radio. I wouldn't be surprised, so you people... Keeping track, if one of these hours doesn't get replayed today, <laughs> maybe this one. So maybe Jason will put this put this on the side. I've never done four hours of radio. Now, believe it or not, back in the 90s, um, we were doing a live picnic from Lincoln Center or whatever it is there in Colorado. I think that's what it was called. And all the hosts for the American Freedom Network were at the picnic. So the radio show, the... the was run through a payphone. I kid you not. The payphone was running straight into the board, and you, Don goes, you're on. I go, what? What? Yeah, here, take this. So, I mean, I had to just stand there and talk for I don't know how long until some guy in a shopping cart went by, and I handed him the phone. I go, here, you're on the air. <laughs> That's what people love about this network. So, Joe was telling us that, that, that James, his youngest, came down. 
and watch Tiger Woods. Watch Tiger. Okay. Which, you know, didn't know that that would interest him that much, but that just tells you how big Tiger is. So that was kind of nice. And then last night, he reappears again. Back to sit with Dad Back and watch to television. Sit with Dad. And what was the, uh, the show? Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. The yeah. final season. What is the attraction of that? What's it about? Um, it's about it? a lot of killing. Yeah? Yeah, there's killing and dragons and killing. And dragons. And dragons. Are there Vikings? Oh, and there's killing. Kind of like Vikings, but yeah. they're not Vikings. They're, oh. But similar. Oh. Same thing. Very similar to Vikings. All and right. uh, all of that stuff. And I get it, right? If you don't know the storyline, it's very hard to follow. But if you do, you know, I, it set a record. HBO broke a record for most uh, people watching. Lori and I, uh, our youngest, Leanne, is in town. Yep. And her she husband's was out flying with my in. wife, by the way. Yeah, they were all out Saturday Thanks night. A lot for that. Sunday, my wife was totally worth it. Oh, yeah. Both my daughters. She done. could barely all oh, my knees. I got too low on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. There's photos, by the way. Yeah. You'll never see them. No, but there's photos. <laughs> yeah, the cedar scrubs were all out. So Apparently, I, I, yeah. I just got the, my wife goes, yeah, we took over the dance floor. And I'm like, that is that something new? She goes, oh, no. When we're out, that's what happens. You see, the difference between... Female cedar strums going out and male cedar strums. The females take over the dance floor. The males take over cell block six. <laughs> At, say about three a.m. About three. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. So, uh, okay, the Democrats got a new guy, a new darling. Have you seen that? So they got uh, who is it? Uh, Mayor? What's his? Mayor Pete. Yes, Mayor Pete. Mayor yep. Pete. One of your guests later. Yeah, yeah. He, I'll have him on. Not. So, but you never know. I mean, you know, maybe we could get there. You know where he was? He announced his presidency, and he, by the way, is gay. So, he, uh, in South Bend. Your brother lived there for a while, didn't he? Yeah, he ran uh, Notre Dame TV there for a while. Notre Dame TV, yeah. South Bend. Pete, I don't even know, Buttigieg? Buttigieg? I don't know. How do you announce these people's names? Enunciation. He's the mayor of what? He's uh, Indiana mayor. Oh, He's there, so... He's uh, risen to prominence in the early stages of the 2020 Democrat presidential race, made his official campaign entrance yesterday by claiming the mantle of a youthful generation ready to reshape the country. Now, the Democrats are going to, looks like they're going to offer either a full-blown socialist, a full-blown LBQT, what's the T? Transmission? Transgender. Transgender. Yes. So tra- transgender. Transgender. That means at once, you, one time in your life you were a male, now you want to be a female, or it could go the other way. But I think my wife's Camaro's a transgender. It was leaking tranny fluid the other day. So <laughs> not the same. Not thing. the same. Not the okay. same thing. All right. Um, or let me see a social or a Hispanic. Okay, Beto. So you're going to get one of those three. They're just going to have to figure out. Of course, the whole thing's crooked anyway, as we know. Uh, they gave the nomination to Hillary, but, you know, it's going to be crazy. So this guy apparently is the new Democrat darling. But Sanders, and I heard coming in on the radio, I haven't seen it yet. Look it up. Uh, Bernie Sanders, you know, the the fighter for the downtrodden, the guy who stands up for socialism and how it's unfair for the rich to prosper in this country while the poor suffer, the ones who don't work at all. You know, should have what the people who work hard for a living have. It should all be the same. Everybody should be handed everything. 
He's handing out a bin. He's the next guy to put out his tax returns today. So I don't know if they've been out yet, but I absolutely guarantee one thing that's amazing about socialists is they're the ones that advocate socialists are the really the ones that are uber rich. I mean, really rich. Because when you're at the top of socialism, everybody pays you. It's like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> right. You know. You're at the top. So, of course you want socialism. It's a multi-level deal. Uh, I do know this. Somehow, somehow, all of a sudden, Bernie Sanders makes a lot more money than he used to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they got that out. So, And today's tax day. So I didn't even. Yeah, see, I caught you. So it's always a nice day here in America. Remember when they? I was already having a bad morning when they came out with the Tea Party, and I was all on board for that. I remember when it first came out. I thought it was the Ron Paul movement. That's what I thought the Tea Party was, and it was like they hijacked it from us. Yeah, they just took it. So the Tea Party was, you know, where people just had enough, just had enough paying taxes, why people aren't working, and then the neocons got it. And uh, they ruined it. Because really, I mean, if you're really going to have a tea party, and uh, you may want to get the thing ready, the opinions on this. No. If you're really going to have a tea party, everybody should drive, you know, that you're just tired of being overtaxed to Boston Harbor and throw their tax return in. <laughs> With some tea. With some tea, right on. <laughs> some English tea and your tax return, in the drink she goes. Then you'd have a real tea party, so... A little tax revolt. But this president's lowered taxes. I don't think anybody's complaining. So, matter of fact, the biggest complaint now is that they say that the deadbeats who normally get tax returns aren't getting them. And that literally could screw up the entire economy. Remember when George Bush gave everybody a check, except for people that uh, paid taxes? Remember that? You, I didn't get a check. You didn't get, I a, didn't check. get a check. But the rest of the country did. So, you know, if, if the socialists get elected, that's what they're going to do. Everybody's going to get a check. Except people who pay taxes. So it's just going to be a huge one. So I got this question. If all these billionaires, you know, you hear it all the time, that they all say, oh, yeah, I want to pay more taxes. I want to pay more taxes, right? This is what they say. Now, nothing stops them from actually sending in more money than what they owe. They can do that. Send money to the treasury and say, hey, here it is. Just keep it. Very similar to the sanctuary city people who all of a sudden are all freaked out because the president wants to send all the illegals uh, to their cities. And now all of a sudden, oh, no, that's a horrible idea. Uh, and, I, and I was thinking about the tax thing. Uh, why haven't we figured out a tax that is just like, hey, anybody over $10 million, right? You'd think that could be done tomorrow. What, what what does that mean? Anything over ten million? Right, you, that Congress could pass a bill. Hey, anybody that makes over ten million dollars, uh, you're going to have to pay a little more because all the billionaires all say they want it. Well, that's what AOC says too. So they want to put it on a. But they really stand. don't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, they, they really, really don't. don't want that. No, they don't want that. So they because, like to say it, knowing that their their buddies that they bought off and put into Congress for them are never going to vote for it. But they're talking about. You know, like 50%. Well, you're at 40, up to 10 million, aren't you? Or 38%. Pretty high. So they want to take it to uh, 50 plus percent. But, you know, the only thing that it does when you do the quote unquote tax reform is the people that got money, okay, they know how to travel <laughs> and it just finds another country. So look what happened here with all the offshoring of corporate America. 
everything, you know, there's more money out of the country than there is in. They want to repatriate. How many repatriated? How many times have you heard the tax reform and the ollie ollie income free? And let's send all the corporations and bring all their money in tax free. And the only thing they end up doing is buying their own stock with it, driving up the value, making people richer. It creates no jobs and no taxes. So who the heck knows? So you're listening to... What are they listening to? The Patriot Radio News Hour today? Yes. Yeah. Today. today. I don't know what it's going to be tomorrow. So, but, but today, that is what you are all listening to. Uh, by the way, I didn't give out an 800 number or anything. 800 951 That's Patriot's uh, toll-free number. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com. Uh, Eric Cedarstrom live in studio. We're actually going to do our first time ever four hours of radio today, uh, and then uh, we'll, I'll be in a huddled mass by twelve thirty. I got the liquids. I've got we're, we got some Pedialyte warming okay, up. Good you know, idea. keep you hydrated. Coffee, IV. Got, I got I got some snacks, some chocolate. I'll know. be out yelling at parking meters by two o'clock <laughs> this afternoon. Be on the five o'clock news. So. There, uh, there was an article over the weekend about the sanctuary cities, and somebody wrote this liberal, horrible thing about, oh, the, the small towns in America are not full. Rural America is not full. We have room for all the illegals. So go oh, ahead and head see, to Paducah. <laughs> I never thought about that. Right. Well, right? we got to take all of middle America and fill it up with anyone that can sneak in. So that'll fix the problem because the cities are full. That, I think, everybody's kind of figured out. I mean, they wanted to send them to New York Port or Seattle, Portland, and I forget. San Francisco. So, and this out of, you know, an idea floated by President Trump to send immigrants from the border to sanctuary cities to exact revenge on Democratic foes could end up doing the migrants a favor. By placing them in locations that makes it easier to put down roots and hide in the country. So the problem is, if they put them in these big cities, they just get lost anyway. That's what the big cities are trying to do. Oh, wait, that's a bad idea. They may, so they don't go home anyway. Yep, so it's uh, now L.A. has come out and said, we're full. We have all the homeless we could ever possibly want or need. Have you been there? They're not lying. I haven't been to California since. I haven't been to L.A. I'll bet, gosh, probably close to a decade. So San Diego, my wife and I went in 2013. So it's been six years since I've been to, to California. When so. I had that trip to California with my, my golf buddies, we all went, and I was talking about how we had to stay at my buddy Hans's house because it was too expensive to play two rounds of golf and stay at the hotel uh, for the weekend, it was just going to cost too much money. Man, there are homeless. We've got homeless people here, but San Diego—that's a whole different ballgame. Can't we send them to other countries? <laughs> trade, yeah. Let's have a trade. All right, we'll take because uh, you know the Indians—they bring over here on the the what are those visas? H one H one B H one B visas. At least they can program computers and stuff, right? So, so I wonder what the exchange rate would be. <laughs> We'll send you five of ours for 3.2 of yours. And how about some crazy rich Asians? What? <laughs> Get some of those. That'd be awesome. That's awesome. 
So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. We had to think outside the box here. So send them to the small decimated towns. What would they do there? See, I don't know what's going to happen. So now they want to bring back. So you had uh, Mayor Pete was at the old Studebaker factory in, in South Bend. In fact, I think we should do the article. It, it is actually interesting. So you talk about a country that's confused. Confused. Now, Donald Trump wants to bring uh, Make America Great Again. Now, to a 60-year-old guy like me, to Make America Great Again, you know, when you go through the stores, everything says made in America like it did when I was a kid. Everything, the exception of toys, the, the little wind-up metal toys, because Japan, after they lost the war, America allowed them to build toys, but that was about it. No tanks, no guns, no nothing. So all those little Japanese wind-up toys that you see on the that are now antique collectibles and radios. A lot of the little transistor radios said made in Japan. But if it said made in Japan when you were a kid, you knew it was junk. You just knew it. So that's halftime. The Eric and Joe Show rides again. We'll be back after these messages. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. April 15th might not be a favorite day of the year for most Americans, but it is a perfect time to reflect on one major victory of the Trump administration. Today marks the first tax day under President Trump's 2017 tax cuts. After all, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act went into effect on December 22, 2017, but we're just now able to fully see the changes as we review our 2018 returns. Let's take a moment to talk about some of the biggest highlights from Trump's signature tax-cutting legislative victory. Predictably, liberals were quick to spread the lie that the cuts were only for the rich. The hard facts of the issue tell a much different story. Nearly every tax bracket was significantly lowered. The top bracket received a 2.6% decrease, but the middle bracket saw a 3 or even 4% decrease. That may not seem like much, but when you combine that with a doubling of the standard deduction, a doubling of the child care tax credit, and a number of other big wins, that amounts to as much as 60% less coming out of a middle-class family's paychecks. This isn't just some obscure diplomatic win. This is a huge, tangible victory for the Trump administration on behalf of everyday Americans like you and me. The wins don't even stop there. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was also used to eliminate the individual mandate that made Obamacare so burdensome for so many middle-class American families. No longer will American families be taxed just for choosing what to do with their own paychecks. It's not the job of the federal government to use our tax system as a sword to penalize behaviors they don't like. The Trump tax cuts are about more than giving Americans their money back. They're about giving Americans their freedom back. This tax day, take a break from tapping away on your calculator and worrying about your taxes and thank President Trump for giving us the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Economic freedom is on the rise in America for all Americans, and our economy is rising right along with it. We have a lot to be thankful for on this tax day. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As President Trump fulfills his campaign promises, his accomplishments on trade, immigration, the economy, and protecting the unborn should be celebrated, not ignored or diminished. 
To track these victories, go to phyllisschlafly.com and find out what's next for the Trump presidency at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour, Eric Cedarstrom. We're working on changing all this. going to be the Eric Cedarstrom Show, three hours coming at you. Here in Phoenix, we have the Cedarstrom Group. It's, uh, you want to buy a house, got the very best at Coldwell Banker, or if you're up in the North Valley and uh, the weeds have taken over your house, go to Pinkerton Pool and Landscape. You can find them uh, on Facebook. So Cody will come right out and clean it up. And, I, and by law, you have to. We have weeds out here like you can't believe. And I, I asked my wife about it yesterday. Is it by law if you own property and you've got, you know, they're, they're a fire hazard at this point. Now they're all starting to die and the yellow stuff's blowing everywhere. So, You know what's amazing is we got, we got you covered in Phoenix. We also got you covered in Colorado. Uh, you need to sell a house. You get real yep. estate. got James Morgan. Got James Morgan. I got his number here, 702-203-0731. Or you can, anything, any question ever advertising anything, just call in to Patriot Trading Group, one 800 But, of course, you're going to separate this. Eventually, yes. there will be a radio station. Yes, there yeah. is, okay. absolutely. Right. And uh, also, we got the landscaping cover due to in Colorado. Colorado, yeah. With Turf Tamers. Turf yeah, Tamers. Yeah, with Brian so. McKnight. So, there you go. See, we're just... You know, just everyday folk. So, talking about Tiger winning $2 million. That's nothing. Ti- Nike. Tiger Woods' Masters victory is a $22 million win for Nike. His improbable Masters victory will reward the few companies that stuck with him through his struggles and the ones that joined him when he was near the low point of his career. The 43-year-old won his fifth Masters, blah, blah, blah. It's also a win for sponsors. During the final round telecast... When he made a late charge, he generated more than $23.6 million in exposure for various corporate partners, according to the sponsorship analytics firm Apex Marketing Group. Bob Dorfman, a sports marketing executive at Baker Street Advertising, cited Wood's ability to bring even casual fans to their television, a.k.a. little James Jaquin. So... He moves the needle like no other golfer does or ever has done, Dorfman said, comparing Wood's legendary status to that of Michael Jordan. Nobody can do what he does, and it's amazing he's been able to do it for as long as he has. Wood's return to the center of golf's biggest stage will probably drive added interest in pro golf for a while and generate even more attention for his corporate partners. And by the way, golf has been on a steady decline. Now, you wouldn't know it. When you go here in Phoenix, you know, and you come into, you go to the resorts and, you know, the everything is booming. I mean, it is booming right now. Everything, the genie is back in the bottle. They stuffed it back in. They'll give you credit cards. You can refi your house. You can take a vacation. They encourage it. You can go to exotic places, take your kids, do whatever, send them to camp, spend, 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 spend. It's all back. And Tiger Woods is winning. Look how long it took. I mean, if you fell asleep 11 years ago and all your friends lost, where'd my friends go? Where'd my, oh, they all lost their homes. They're gone now. But don't worry, you got a whole group of new friends. Right, your uh, AFLAC policy paid for your coma. So your house, yeah, that's worth 800 grand a day. Oh, it was only worth 250. But guess what? It's back at 800. It's back. They put it all back together. So... These are how markets ebb and flow, ladies and Germans. So, <laughs> so anyway, now Tiger's 43. I'll tell you what they haven't put back, the hair on his head. 
<laughs> hey, I resemble that comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a little solar panel going there, so, so, but uh, so now we're back again. So the the Tiger rhetoric starts again. He's got fifteen major titles, going after Jack Nicholas's record. He's the the golden bear himself. He's the king of with with majors at eighteen. So, God, 11-year hiatus. You know, it's a long time. I really got a feel for him. I mean, I watched that, you know, and I got to tell you that I got emotional too, you know. I mean, that's something, coming back from that. Think about it. He so. was 32 the last time. Wow. Yeah, he had everything. So Lost it all. So. Couldn't play. His back was done. I never thought he'd come back again. Well, you talk about being humbled. So, you know, I don't know what, what, what he said to God. <laughs> Listen, he's going straight to hell. I but, think that's already but, confirmed. But God straightened him right out. So I think he got it fixed. He got right. Maybe that's why his girlfriend's a little frumpier. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll see how that ride goes for him. So speaking of everything booming, Cudlow, Larry Cudlow, the guy that says he'll never, will never see interest rates rise again in his life if he makes it to Friday. White House National Economic Advisor Council Director Larry Cudlow said today. That while many people are complaining about having to write bigger checks to meet their annual tax day obligation, politics that were put into effect under President Donald Trump have meant improved prosperity. The business about the so-called SALT, state and local deductions, remember this tax bill a year ago pretty much removed the AMT, the alternative minimum tax. You know a lot about that. You should talk a lot about that. Under the old system, they wouldn't have gotten the deduction. Cudlow told Fox News and Friends, under the new system, many of the wealthy will, in fact, get a $10,000 deduction. So it's an odd paradigm. He called the businesses to look at their investment portfolios as the economy is booming and absolutely booming. Unemployment is down, said Cudlow. Blue-collar blue wage earners are growing faster than the white-collar counterparts Women have re-entered the labor force. The profits are significant, and there are some things that we can talk about. Cudlow also applauded the news that Goldman Sachs economist over the weekend predicted Trump would re-win the election because of the strength of the economy. And I had said last week that I didn't know if he had announced his re- he was going to run, but he did. Oh, so, he did. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know so. that. So what a lovely thing, especially from those guys who were pretty pessimistic about our tax cut plan and the economy said Cudlow. I'm very glad to hear it. It shows the prosperity is really spreading to Goldman Sachs. Well done, guys. Cudlow also Monday defended Stephen Moore and Herman Cain as Trump's picks for the Federal Reserve, saying that unlike others in the Fed, they believe higher employment rates are good for the economy. Yeah, so Herman Cain is out now. I guess he's withdrawn. He had some baggage uh, Stephen Moore still in. You know what's funny about it? I actually like both of those guys because they both, you know, they, they've in the past spoken the truth about, hey, uh, we need to go back to a gold standard. Of course, now I'm sure they think differently because they're nominated, so I'm sure they're they're going to be spend, spend, spend guys. You know, if they were to go back to a gold standard, the old, you know, if you look at just the numbers of $20 gold pieces that were ever minted, and then just take all the gold. So I don't know what there is, 300 million ounces in America? Is that what it is? We've got 8,000 metric 
tons. Eight times 32,000? Yeah, yeah 32,150 is one metric tons times 8,000. That's math too big for me. Can't do that. No, but I can give you an idea. I don't know how many zeros. Somebody will know. Uh, 256 something billion ounces. I don't know. Three. They used to figure there was so it must have gone down. You used to figure 150 million ounces in the public's hands and uh, 200 million in the private hands. So you had 300 million ounces. Do the math. I mean, you'd have to make like $20,000 gold pieces is what it would be to go back to a gold standard. We'll be back. It's a Monday. It's not easy out here. We're live at the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in Deer Valley, Arizona. Uh, I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate it. Uh, uh, we're live in Colorado, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. And this is tape delayed through Phoenix. Tape delayed in Phoenix. Phoenix will be on Just here until in about Ramon 15 gets minutes. Yeah, yeah. And that, won't be, that won't last very long. Uh, a couple more days, hopefully, maybe by next Monday at the latest. Uh, this show uh, right now will turn into the KHNC morning show, uh, and then we'll have three hours of Eric Cedarstrom. How do you like running a radio station? It's a lot like herding cats. Isn't well, it? listen, I go back and forth. Every five minutes, I'm really excited about it. And then every five minutes, I want to punch myself in the face. That's a lot like being married. Yeah, yeah it's very much. <laughs> Here, if you didn't sleep good this weekend, you didn't sleep good last night, I don't think it's going to get any better for you after this one. Charles Manson's grandson tells all. How did Charles Manson get a grandson? Must have been busy before all that. Jason Freeman, who claims to be the grandson of Charles Manson, will tell all in a new documentary exploring his connection with the notorious cult leader and his highly publicized fight to win custody over the killer's corpse. Uh, oh, you're uh, kidding me. That's Come crazy. On. I just thought I'd throw it in for you. So happy Monday. <laughs> All this is going on. So, okay, Bernie Sanders has officially taken the lead this morning for the Democrats. This is going to be great. I mean, how, when is the election? There are so many of them. Is it November next year? Yes. Oh, my God. Are we gotta remember, well, you got to remember, they got to have a primary. So they've got to... I don't know how many are. I think there's like 20 of them. They got to go to like Iowa. Right. They got to go and make the, you know, do their speeches, have their little debates, and then they got to pick the person they think is going to lose to Trump. Whoever wrote this is an idiot. So here's what they wrote they wrote the new national Emerson poll. Now, Emerson obviously must be, you know, polling people at country clubs because. Uh, the Emerson poll, including 20 Democratic candidates for president, found Senator Bernie Sanders ahead of the pack with 29%, followed by former Vice President Joe Biden at 24 And they were followed by Mayor Pete at 9%, and Beto O'Rourke and Kamala Harris at 8 I'm going to flip-flop that. So I think Sanders has no shot. He's too old. I mean, if you're going to preach to a young crowd and call them brothers and sisters, and you got all these young people starting to emerge, Sanders has to get a Mexican name and announce that he's gay. 
okay, or he's got no shot at all. So if he can get a gay socialist Hispanic, he'll that'll be their guy. Well, it'll maybe, be perfect. Maybe they're going to team him up with the guy from Indiana. Yeah, Mayor Pete. Yeah. Oh. Get the, get the gay that way. That's pretty good. You could get him. I don't think the numbers are as big as people think. They're, so I don't think there's – as many LBTQZYXs as people I'm, I'm think. Gonna, I'm going to tell you. I'll give you an example. And I thought about this. I was thinking about this yesterday. And if you hadn't shown up today, I was going to talk about it. So I might as well do it now. My wife and I have always enjoyed American Idol. It's one of the things we do together. We watch it and we laugh and have a good time. I only over, like the first shows. Over the last two or three years, you've noticed a huge change on the people that actually make it to the show. Uh, Like, this week was the first time the fans could actually vote. Half of the 14 people were gay or bi or whatever. You you know what I'm saying? Half. Half. Well, maybe if they're not, they need to be, you know, because you got to get that vote. So... I, don't, I, I just think this is the... the, the now, do they it, still it, have that you call in, like, it, four? Yeah. yeah like, well, that was just now, though. They Before, you you couldn't pick yet until now. Oh, uh, okay. So I this is you. the network setting it up for, hey, you know what? Yeah, th- these guys are cool now, right? They're the cool people now. I just think that's, you know, this is the message that they, they want you to get. And they, they attack it. It's brilliant, really, if you think about it. Right, if you're the liberal left, this is how you do it. Well, you know, yeah, you can't say anything. Yeah. Right. So you can't say they're evil people, otherwise you're done. Right, you're you're done. Right. Well, I think it's just where we're heading, so it's just sign of the times. I mean, you know, this Mayor Pete guy, I'll I'll do it the next hour broadcasting from the old Studebaker factory. What did he say at the factory? Well, you know, he says here's what he says you can't make America great again by looking to the past. This is his deal, which is, you know, pretty much what guys like me want. Put it all back, bring everything back, have America build everything. Everybody owes us money, right? We take care of the world. But, but now so, we owe everybody money. Right. It's all flip-flopped. So he says we can only make America great again by looking towards the future. And we all know the future is socialism, G5. That G, you know, the G five's coming. That's is that what they call it G five, right? The uh, the new internet. I'm gonna say this. You know, that's just gonna eventually kill us all. Oh right? God, just unbelievable! Oh, don't worry, no harm can come from. Are you kidding me? I mean, G fives. You're talking holograms. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> driverless cars. I mean, Zapping it just goes everywhere. What, who knows what kind of radiation it's gonna send off? I uh, mean, crazy, I don't know. crazy. So. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, all this is coming to a head. And, uh, you know, I think people just believe that. Uh, oh, by the way, it's 5G. 5? Not G5. Not G5. <laughs> well, that's my nickname. I'm G3, grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, where we're heading. I don't know. You know, most of us are going to be around to see this. So on the, 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 the tectonic shift that I've said, that word, I've used it a lot. And guess Mayor Pete used it yesterday. So anyway, Trump's back on. Trump today called for an investigation into special, special counsel Robert Mueller's probe, which he claims ruled no collusion, no obstruction. 
Although Mueller did not reach that conclusion. We'll see. Talk about that when we get back. Uh, Let me see. Final segment for the first hour. Three hours to go. I'm going to give you a call-in number next hour. Maybe you guys can help me and we'll do this together. We'll be back. Certified PCGS NGC uh, Mint State 63 $20 gold pieces. And for those of you, you know, we don't do a lot of great stuff. We're doing more and more of it lately because it's so uh, cheap. So cheap. But People don't understand that. I only do a show. Let's do a show this week on the difference between modern graded, okay, where Slab bullion, MS70. Yeah. Uh, certified, they created this market, ladies and gentlemen, because they don't know history. Okay, and they're lazy. This next generation of coin guys don't understand that, you know, a U.S. $20 St. Gaudens was in a cash register, right? right? In the 20s and 30s. And before that, in the 1800s, U.S. liberties. People used these, they were money. We were laughing. If you were to start a talk during the break that, uh, if they were to recall gold and put us back on a gold stand standard, you'd have to turn in your $20 gold pieces so they could restamp 200000 on them. Yeah, 200 k 200 k on the front of your gold pieces. Now, people would do it. Like, yeah, the U.S. Mint's going to stamp over $20 and change it to, it's like a scratch. <laughs> like, put a line through right. the dollar. <laughs> looks like Eric Cedarstrom's. Uh, eighth grade homework scratched in. I meant $200,000 gold piece. I mean, and probably more, maybe $2 million. Who knows what the real monetary supply is to back it with gold. But then, ultimately, gold is a currency, a last resort. Alan Greenspan, the new Ozzy Osbourne, said that. You know, and it's proved it. You want to know something? You want to know what gold really hedges? Gold really hedges real estate really well. Gold hit $1,910 August 2011, the day the real estate market hit its absolute bottom. So why mortgage companies and why they don't require people to buy a futures contract of gold to hedge their mortgage is beyond me because it works perfect. Perfect. I mean, if you ever sat and laid that chart side by side, people would be stunned. So... This is a Patriot Radio News Hour brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. The Eric Cedarstrom Hour is following on Colorado, uh, 1360 KHNC. You can hook it right on your phone. If you want to listen on the phone, take me with you when you're driving uh, or on your computer. Ultimately, this is uh, um, the new programming is obviously going to change everything. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Three hours of radio, four today. Four today, maybe for the next few days. Uh, I don't when, know how long. When we come back for the next ep- uh, round, we got a call-in number so you guys can talk to us, do all that stuff. It's all coming next. All right. Uh, okay, that's hour one, three to go. We'll be back on uh, KHNC. Thanks for tuning in, Phoenix. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless everybody.